Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. If you're looking for a solid and reliable contract that you can feel good about sending to your clients, look no further than the WVS contract, crafted by a licensed attorney in the state of Colorado. It might just be the best contract for wedding videographers in all of North America, or even maybe the world. Uh, hard to know. Regardless, if you're unsure of whether the contract you're using right now is good enough, go to WeddingVideographySchool.com right now, enter the password podcast, and start protecting yourself and your business today. Hey guys, Michael here, Wedding Video... Three, two, one... Hey guys, Michael here with the Wedding Videography School podcast. I'm the bad boy of wedding videography. And that over there is Adam B. Ridley. You know, man, I'm so glad you always take those intros. And in the in the mishap there, you said WVS and, you know, Wedding Videography School. But when I first saw that, I thought maybe it meant that we're very sexy. I thought maybe that's what the original WVS stood for. But I'm, I'm taking it that's not where it goes. <laughs> I see what she did there. Yeah. You're a, uh, what do they call those? Those abbreviations? Smart people? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like an acronym? Yeah. You're an acronym guy. Yeah. <laughs> I love acronym people. Well, maybe, maybe it'll help our viewers, uh, our listeners out there, you know, think of what WVS when they go to look up for us. So they can look up wedding video art school or we're very sexy. Who knows? Maybe we'll come up on both. The thing I love about acronym people is they always come up with an acronym and then act like they're so creative. Yeah, or like everybody should know it. Like when you go to one of those boring city council meetings or something and they're like, we've come out with a new program, a task force called WASP. <laughs> Women yeah. against sexual predators. It's like, what? This is your great idea. You're pulling from a real life story. That's what this sounds like. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, no, that's a that could be a that could be a thing. Wasp. Well, and then I think the other thing that our listeners didn't get to see is that before before this was on, we were having technical difficulties, like trying to get the mics and the 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 AirPods and all the phone computers synced up. And I just thought, do you ever run into those situations where people think because you do video? You can do like everything tech related, like yeah. you know you you have to be able to figure it all out. And so like like I always get asked every single question about audio and video, and I I know a lot, but there's still some things like I don't know. I just it's always assumed, you know. Yeah, it's people assume that I can code like a website. <laughs> it's like uh, that's different. Right. That's different from what I yeah. do. Yeah, so. Anyways, good to see you, man. Good to be back on. And uh, how's how's your week been? How's your how's life been? Life is good, man. I I've been uh, you know struggling with some back issues. I herniated a disc, and you know all about what that's like. Um, oh, but, I've been there, man. Yeah, but I got on some steroids, and now I'm feeling pretty good. Went from uh, went from crawling on the floor like a like a sad sack to uh, uh, standing. Standing tall and standing proud. <laughs> well, like I said, man, what happens in the bedroom stays in the bedroom. <laughs> I think I've said that before. But um, so did you just like wake up and was it tweaked or did, were you doing something and then it messed up or how? I've, 
How did you? I've had this. What happened? I've had this disc issue for a little while, and I've been like, kind of like flaring it up sometimes with different movements, I guess. And this last time was uh, just the worst it's ever been. I, I was, it was so painful. I I had to go to the ER and. Um, dang. Yeah. I, I just, I could barely walk. They like, they wheeled me in there in a wheelchair. Um, and there's, I really, I've only cried two times in my life. First, when I heard, uh, Garth Brooks for the first time. (laughs) Second, uh, when I got wheeled into the ER last week. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you didn't talk about any of the main highlights, like getting married, having kids, seeing your baby for the first time. It was Garth Brooks and your back injury. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it's just, it's just going to take some time to heal up. And, you know, I really let the exercise routine go for a while and kind of thought I could just scrape by on just eating healthy and stuff. And, you know, sitting at a computer editing, uh, your back and your core, uh, you know, that people think core is just your abs or whatever, all that stuff gets weak. And that's what happened to me. And it just makes you so much more susceptible to spinal injuries. Um, so yeah, man, that's, what's been going on here. But, you know, like I said, uh, seeing the orthopedist getting treatments and, and doing what I should be doing now, uh, which I think leads us into our very first topic, the importance of core exercises. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that's a good topic to talk about. But I mean, it's for people that don't know you. I mean, you're you're a young guy. You're athletic. I mean, you're fit for the most. I mean, you've got you're you're, you're not it's not like you're declining. I mean, if anything, you've got another good, you know, 10, 20 years of still shooting videos. So does this does this concern you? Like, are you a upset about it or is it kind of like, oh, I'll figure it out? Or Well, I think anytime you know, your income relies on you being able to do your job and especially a job that people don't really realize that <clears throat> wedding videography is a pretty physical job just in the sense that you're on your feet, you know, for eight to 12 hours, depending on, you know, how your style of shooting and whatever. And, uh, yeah, it can just be, uh, exhausting. And so I think, and, you know, even when you're not standing up, you're sitting down, right? We're either sitting or standing. Um, we're either on our feet the whole day or we're sitting on our ass the whole day. And, you know, the way that the doctors have described it to me is those are basically the two worst things you could do <laughs> is either be on your feet <laughs> all day or uh, sit down all day. It's supposed to be a mix of those things. And um so yeah, I would say as a videographer, and this can happen. I think sometimes people think, you know, this this can't happen to me. I'm 23 or whatever. There's plenty of 20 year olds that have thrown their backs out. Um, right. It it does and can happen to pretty much anybody. Although it is twice as likely to happen to a guy than a girl for some reason. Um, huh. Yeah. Interesting fact. Did not know that. Yeah. I learned something. Today. Taking you to school. It. Yeah, man. <laughs> So, so you mentioned core exercises. So do the doctors have solutions for this? I mean, what's, what's the next steps for you? Uh, the next step is to get a cortisone injection, um, really calm down that inflammation. Um, and then, you know, just continue with my physical therapy. Um, and I'm taking that a lot more seriously now than I have in the past, just because once you're in a position where you're just on your knees, <laughs> you don't really no. want to find yourself back there. So 
I've been pretty diligent about doing my workouts and strengthening my back and my core. Um, so, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I'll, I'll list, uh, or I'll, I'll link to a, uh, a good core workout for you guys on YouTube that you should really just start doing uh, a couple times a week, um, if not three times a week, and really just make sure that you're in good physical shape for your next wedding shoot. Yeah, and I've always wondered this because you're, you're a family guy like I am. You know, you've got a couple kids, you're married. So is this like a do you guys work on the exercise together or is this just kind of like you're doing your own thing or is this a family thing? <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> my, my one and a half year old, man, I, <laughs> I cannot get this kid to focus on his core. Like, no matter, no matter what I do, he's not going to do the glute bridges. You can't give like gummy worms as like little motivational treats or something. I can, or? I can for my five year old, but he still doesn't have the right form. Is the issue? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. His body is still forming, literally. <laughs> so no, it's not. You know, my wife goes for her runs and all that stuff, but no, it's not a family thing. It's it's really just uh, me kind of having to take some personal responsibility in in an area of my life where I really let things kind of go. Um, yeah, and that's that's on me. So, well, good luck, man. I hope that, uh, I hope that recovery goes better for you. Cause I know we got a couple months here before wedding season really picks up and those summers, man, I mean, double headers, triple headers. I mean, the whole nine yards. I mean, it's going to get, a, I think it's going to be a crazy summer this year for everybody. It's going to, it's going to be pretty wild. I've been getting it like a ton of inquiries lately, just like nonstop. Um, and I know, you're kind of looking into getting some editing quotes, right? Yeah, yeah. For me, my I sat down this last week and I, I looked at kind of my my 2021, and I don't know how you like map it all out, but on mine it was like a reschedule from from 2020, and like you know, so I've got all these reschedules. I have some new ones. I have like an associate that works for me too, so I've got some associate packages, but. You know, all in all, I'm just trying to, I want to stay on top of it. I want to stay ahead of it. I want to be proactive in it um, because I feel like when I have a plan before, yeah, I mean, there'll be some bumps in road in the road and, you know, I might, might need to tweak and be flexible, but I want to have at least a good solid plan of how to stay on top of it going into it. So, um, yeah, so I've been looking at some different editing quotes. There's a company I've used uh, based out of California called Arceus. Have you heard of them or used them before? I haven't. Yeah, I know Kalen uses them with White and Reverie. He used them for a while and they kind of use a lot of his workflow. And man, it's it's just it's always different looking at like a personal somebody that you can, you know, build up and train versus just a company or a warehouse. But they do a pretty good job. But you know, for me it's I like to do custom boutique wedding films. And so I do like to try to customize them as much as possible. So I'm trying to limit my editing. But at the same time, this year is just gonna be so jam-packed, I need to stay on top of it. So yeah, what are you looking at it or two, right? What are you finding in terms of like the range of prices when you're looking at quotes? Like what are what are people coming back to you with? Like give me kind of like a range. I'd say an average average is about a thousand dollars is kind of where and I think I have different opinions on that, but there's the hard I, what I don't like that Archaeus does, and I'm sorry if they're listening to this or anyone is, but there's just like a lot of those add-ons. You know, it's like, okay, here's the edit. And then if you want um, sound mixing, it's an additional fee. If you want color grading, it's an additional fee. If you want multicam syncing, it's an additional fee. If you want exporting a website, it's a different fee. If you want a 60-second 60 60 teaser, it's an additional fee. 
And I'm just like, man, I, I just want someone to do a great job and give me a killer product. And I don't want to have to worry about like all of that. And so, um, but I kind of, I've seen as low as five, 600 bucks and I've seen as high as 2000 bucks, but I kind of find that thousand dollars kind of like a middle, middle range. So, yeah. Yeah. It kind of gives you kind of like a taste of what I think our clients experience a lot of times when they're planning a wedding, which is that just kind of that, all that upselling and that like, you know, if you're talking to do uh, to a DJ or whatever, it's like, Oh, if you want four hours, it's this. If it's six hours, it's this. If you want up lights, it's this. If you want an extra microphone, it's this. It's like, man, like it just makes it hard for people to just mentally like pull the trigger on things. And my, my thing forever has just been like, make things as simple as you can for the client, like make it easy for them to say yes. Yeah. Like if you just make your stuff, like you don't even have to be the best person out there, but if you make the process just easier for people, it's, yeah. I think that it's so much more enticing. Right. Yeah, just simplify it, make it easy for them and make the whole like booking process simple. I totally agree, man. That's a great perspective. Yeah. And so, yeah. And the last thing I've seen that's been interesting with these quotes is different people quoting for uh, revisions. You know, it's like a hundred bucks for one revision, 200 bucks for two revisions and so forth. And it's like, well, ideally, I don't want any revisions. So why am I paying for you not to do it right the first time? Why am I paying for additional? <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me. And so I don't know. I don't understand some of that stuff too, but maybe, maybe that ties into wedding films too. Like what do couples think when they don't get um, the film they expected or something? So, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, I don't think I've ever charged anyone for revisions. Um, right. I've gotten close to where, you know, somebody sent me their third list of revisions and I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to have to, at some point I'm going to have to be like, Hey, I'm going to have to charge you for the next round or whatever. Cause at some point it's got to stop. But yeah, man, I, I just kind of eat it in those situations. I just kind of suck it up. I'm like, Oh, this sucks. But not every, not every video is going to be an award winner and not every client's going to be an award winner. Yeah. And not every podcast co-host is going to be an award. <laughs> <laughs> not everyone can be in the top 30. <laughs> yeah. We can't all be in the top 286 wedding videography podcast nationwide. Only the selected few, I guess. <laughs> uh, what else has been going on with you, man? I know you were, uh, you were asking me about loop decks and if I had any experience with those and I was like, you know, I've seen a couple of YouTubers talk about them and I'm not really sure if they were like, you know, people get sent like free stuff all the time and do like these kind of reviews where they're like, Hey, I, you know, just so you know, I did, I did get sent this product and whatever. Uh, yeah. but here's my honest opinion, but you kind of never really know. Like if I got sent something by a company and they wanted me to promote it, I'd probably give them a semi favorable perspective like i mean i'd be like here's the six things i'd change or whatever but like i don't know i'd still kind of feel compelled to be nice to them you know yeah there definitely is a little bit of that you feel the obligation to do it are you uh are you thinking about getting yourself a loop deck well this ties into the bigger question for me which you and i have chatted about for a while is i'm just in this i'm in this season of like re is reciprocating the right word? Recycling 
maybe like what's what's coming up for me. And so I'm looking at my camera, I'm looking at my lenses, I'm looking at the computer I'm using, I'm looking at my, you know, the uh, the hard drives that I've got. And so as I've been looking at editing and kind of trying to upgrade my computer and possibly make editing faster for me, I came across all these loop decks and I have like a tangent. Um, it's just basically kind of got like the color balls and the color wheels and you can, it helps you with color grading. But now like these loop decks, man, they're, you know, you can press one button, which is almost like a replacement for your keyboard for importing and exporting and undoing and all this stuff. And I knew one guy that used it and he loved it because you could customize it accordingly. But I don't know. Do you have any experience with like actually using a loop deck or do you know anybody uses these for editing or color grading? So I don't know anybody personally. Um, I kind of view them like I used to view like the special editing keyboards. Like they used to sell keyboards that were kind of like set up for, you know, Final Cut Pro or Avid or whatever you were using. Um, yeah. And they used to have, or you could get like labels for your keyboard, whereas like you 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 have the labels and you stick them on the keys or whatever, uh, and you'd yeah. have to in- install the the labels or whatever. Um, but I, yeah, I just um, I don't know. I never really got into it, and I always kind of thought, man, how long is it going to take for me to get used to these? labels or this keyboard yeah. or whatever and that was right. always the thing that i was like kind of afraid of is like oh it's gonna just take me forever to figure this out it's gonna take too long to learn it's too gonna take too long to get used to and maybe maybe that's ultimately gonna slow me down but i yeah. don't i don't know i mean that's a good question for somebody who's used one if somebody has used one definitely message us at wedding videography school on instagram let us know um it it does have that kind of a gimmicky kind of feel to it. Just right. when I'm looking at it on Amazon, <laughs> not like I don't have one in my hands. Um, but I guess I could see like, you know, there's definitely some shortcuts that would be useful to have that, you know, I'm tired of going up and clicking through the menus to find them. Um, but I don't know. Am I going to take the time to set up a custom tool like that? Knowing me, no. <laughs> But it, it's I'm sure it's right for some people for sure. Um, yeah. But you know it's five hundred and fifty bucks. So is that something I want to spend five hundred and fifty dollars on? Um, at this point, for me, probably not because I'm trying to move away from editing entirely. Uh, right. But for somebody who loves editing or somebody who's in, like I would say definitely, if you were somebody who's doing all your own editing or if you are an editor who's editing for other right. people. I mean, geez, it seems like it would make a ton of sense for like an editor to, to do that, to get something like that and like take the time, take a whole day or two days to like set it up the way you want it and then get used to it. You know? Yeah. When you think about this being 500 bucks, do you ever think like, okay, I could either buy this or I could buy 10 tarantulas and I could buy like 10 big old spiders and I could sell them and turn that 500 to 1500. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could take that 1500 and then you could buy a loop deck and have other money. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I was thinking about getting, most people don't know what you're even talking about, but, uh, <laughs> I was thinking about getting into the, uh, the exotic pet game for a little while, you know, mainly invertebrates. 
<laughs> but uh, oh, because because you're having back issues, you're gonna only deal with invertebrates. <laughs> Is that? There was a little. I think there's a little money to be made, but my wife's not gonna. My wife's not gonna go for me buying and reselling. Uh, you know, <laughs> invertebrates. So, so I'm right. I'm out well, of sorry. the invertebrate uh, dealing game. <laughs> I, I just had to bring that up because I hadn't heard you talk about your spiders in a while. So just just thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm down to uh, I'm down to two tarantulas, and I'll probably have to sell one of them off because my wife only wants me to have one. So nice. Nice. But the kids, the kids love them. Uh, they always want to come in daddy's office and see the spider. So uh, that's been working out pretty well. I'm a science nice. dad. Glad. I like my kids to grow <laughs> up around these kinds of like weird things. And just so they don't grow up being afraid of like all that stuff that most people are afraid of. I think your kids just having you as a dad is uh, is definitely a treat. Oh, that might be the nicest <laughs> thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> You can interpret treat however you would like, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to to take the high road here, and I'm gonna assume that's the best compliment I could have received on my birthday. Your birthday? Yeah, it's my birthday. You didn't know that? I did not know that. Why are we not talking about that? Well, Why are we spending it's all this time talking about? Not wedding videography related. Oh my gosh! Do we need to like sing you a song or get you a cake or what? <laughs> please i wish you would pop out of a cake adam bradley uh, make my night well here how about how about this my gift to you is i will let you wrap up this podcast and i will let you close this out and then i will even let you i will send you my file and i'll let you put the whole podcast together and upload it so people can listen to it how about that oh uh, that sounds like every other week <laughs> it doesn't sound any different than normal <laughs> this but this time i'll do it with a happy birthday smile <laughs> <laughs> why don't you go ahead and right now give me like your best birthday song but like most seductive like give me the one that you sing for your wife <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday it's all it's in a it's an espanol man Espanol's the only way to go. <laughs> Feliz cumpleaños a ti. Feliz cumpleaños. <laughs> the language of love. Is that is that Espanol or is that French? I can't remember. I think it's French, oh, but boy. that's all right. Well, tell me, uh, I'll wrap this up, but tell me what you got coming up uh, over the next uh, week or so. I'm going to go shopping for a birthday present, I guess. And then um, yeah. just keep on trucking, man. How about you? Um, I think, uh, I think probably the main thing for me is just, uh, getting these last four edits done. Obviously that won't happen within the week, but, um, just really, really staying on track to get these, these final, these final projects done. And then I'm just going to take some time off, man. I'm going to take some time off. That's what I'm going to do. Good. So good. You look like you use a little birthday rest. I could use a birthday rest and a birthday bath. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's so, good talking to you. Until next time, guys. For Adam Bradley and Michael, bad boy of wedding videography. Later. The legend. <laughs> the legend. <laughs>Hey guys, this episode of Wedding Videography School is brought to you by photographers wearing wide brim hats. Uh, photographers wearing wide brim hats is the nation's number one wedding photography company, and for good reason. Uh, they are clearly the most creative, most unique uh, individuals out there, 
And their photography is so creative, I can't even begin to describe how creative it is. That's how creative it is. If you guys are working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats, then you're probably not working with the best photographers out there. So, um, you know, whether you're having a wedding, a birthday party, uh, or you're taking your kids to school, or you're hanging out at home, or going to the bathroom, you know, all things that you want photographed creatively, um, it should be done by photographers wearing wide brim hats. A lot of you guys, I know you're working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats. They might not be wearing hats at all. And um, that's a problem. If they're not wearing a wide brim hat, I don't know what the point of them even picking up a camera is. But when you work with photographers wearing wide brim hats, you know that you're always getting someone who's going to uh, give you the most incredible shots that you could imagine. So for your next event, whether it's a wedding, a birthday party, a family reunion, uh, your mom's pap smear, whatever the event, make sure that you hire photographers wearing wide brim hats um, to get the most creative still images captured, you know, one frame at a time. And that's what, that's what photography is. It's, you know, you hear the click, click, and you know you got one frame. And then you hear another click. Sometimes you hear eight clicks in a row, like click, 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 click. Uh, that, they just got eight pictures. And maybe one of them is good. Probably not. But the photographer wearing a wide brim hat, they are going to call those photos later on and, you know, really, really select the eight or six shots that they got from the entire day. Um, that they stood in front of the videographer to get. And they're going to they're gonna edit those down into something truly magical. Probably, um, probably just two 8x10s that you can put in the living room next to the closet door. So give photographers with wide brim hats a call today and book them for your next event.